0: Hello and welcome to Bill Stern's Sports Newsreel from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. This is Bill Stern with a Colgate Shave Cream Sports Newsreel. Bill Stern, the Colgate Shave Cream Man, is on the air. Bill Stern, the Colgate Shave Cream Man, the story's rare. The 446th edition of the Colgate Shave Cream Sports Newsreel, Featuring strange and fantastic stories, some that are legends, others mere hearsay. But also interesting, we'd like to pass them along to you. Our guest tonight is the fabulous Canada Lee. But first, real one, portrait of a baseball player. Next week, the Major League Baseball season opens. Yet it doesn't seem right. For well, once again, a baseball season is opening without Babe Ruth. Babe Ruth, who came out of a Baltimore orphan asylum to become the greatest home run hitter the game of baseball has ever known. Babe Ruth, who was to become the most famous ball player in the world. But wait a minute. Let me tell you a story about Babe Ruth. A story that begins in the year of 1925, when Babe Ruth was the star of the New York Yankees. In the spring of that year the Yankees stopped off in Asheville, North Carolina to play an exhibition baseball game. Just before that game, several of his teammates began to kid the Babe about how much he could eat. For Babe Ruth had a tremendous appetite. In fact, his appetite was so big that Babe Ruth offered to bet that he could eat at least a dozen hot dogs. The rest of the players said that he couldn't. So to settle that bet, Babe Ruth called Bill, the Yankee locker room boy, over to him and said, Listen, Bill, these guys think I can't eat a dozen hot dogs. I'll show him. Go get me 12 hot dogs and get me something to wash them down with. Now, go on, Bill. Do as I say. I'll show these guys. And so, Bill, the locker room boy, went out and got Babe Ruth a dozen hot dogs that he'd asked for and also three bottles of pop. But Babe Ruth was only beginning. After he'd eaten his first 12 hot dogs, he sent Bill out for six more. When he'd eaten those additional six hot dogs, he sent Bill out for another six. After that, Babe Ruth ate still another six hot dogs. Altogether that afternoon, Babe Ruth drank 12 bottles of soda pop, and he ate 30 hot dogs. And then, then he was sick. So sick that they had to remove him on a stretcher and rush him to the nearest hospital. That night, all over the country, newsboys were yelling. Extra, extra, get your paper, mister. Babe Ruth's sick. Babe Ruth, take it to the hospital. Read all about it. Babe Ruth's sick. Get your paper. It was the most famous stomach ache of all time. Newspapermen promptly called it a stomachache heard round the world. And as Babe Ruth lay sick in the hospital, the New York Yankee manager sent for Bill, the locker room boy who'd gotten Babe Ruth all those hot dogs. And when Bill arrived, it was manager Huggins who spoke first. Listen, Bill, are you the guy who bought all those hot dogs for Babe Ruth? Yes, sir. I bought him 12 bottles of pop and 30 hot dogs. Well, Bill, you're fired. You ought to have better sense. Even if he did ask you to, that's no excuse. Now, get going. So, Bill, the Yankee locker room boy, was fired. And because he was fired, he had to give up what might have been a promising baseball career with the New York Yankees. But I don't think Bill has ever been sorry that he did give up his baseball career. No, no, he's done too well in the movies. You see, today, Bill is one of our greatest movie stars. For you know him... As William Bendix. But that is not the end of the story of Bill Bendix and Babe Ruth. Uh-uh. The strange part of this story is that now, now they're making a movie of Babe Ruth's life. And the man who's going to play Babe Ruth in that movie is the same person who once gave him his most famous stomach ache, Bill Bendix. Bill <laughs> Bendix. Real, too. I've seen the sensational money-saving offer of Colgate Shave Cream and the Eversharp Schick Injector Razor. It's all yours for 89 cents. Man, your 89 cents buys a brand-new, latest-style Eversharp Schick Injector Razor, the world's only razor that changes blades automatically. Its retail value alone is $1. Besides, you get a genuine new injector with 10 super-keen, super-smooth, double-thick Eversharp Schick Blades with a retail value of 49 cents. And thirdly, there's that great, big, large-sized tube of wonderful Colgate shave cream. Take your choice, either Colgate brushless or Colgate rapid shave cream for you who prefer brush and lather shaves. Add it up in value, and it's yours for only 89 cents. Remember, this offer is made to introduce Colgate shave cream to millions more of you to show you what smooth, slick, sweet shaves you get when you use either Colgate brushless or Colgate lather shave cream. Because both are light and finer textured, they completely surround, soften, and support each bristle. Better than heavy creams. Your razor doesn't skid or slip. It cuts through clean and smooth. In fact, using that ever sharp Schick Injector razor, you get the fastest, safest, easiest, most convenient shave you've ever known. But you got to get this combination fast. Supplies are dwindling, and they cannot be replaced. So buy it or order it by phone tonight or tomorrow at the latest... Ask your wife to get it at the nearest shaving goods counter if you can't go, but don't miss out. It's only 89 cents. This combination of Colgate Shave Cream and Eversharp Chick Injector Razor with Injector and Ten Blades is the greatest buy in years. Real 3, Portrait of Canada Lee. Do you know who Canada Lee is? You should, for his is one of the most incredible sports stories we've ever told. And yet the story of Canada Lee doesn't even begin in sports. No, No, it begins when a poor-colored youngster gave a violin concert in New York's famous Aeolian Hall. (laughs) Yes, Canada Lee began his career by giving a violin concert in New York's famous Aeolian Hall. And when he did this, Canada Lee was only nine years old. But the day after his concert, despite the fact that the music critics had raved about his playing, young nine-year-old Canada Lee said, I'll never give another concert. I think I can make more money at the racetracks as a jockey. (laughs) So, young Canada Lee gave up a great musical career to become a jockey. And he made good, too. He rode at Belmont Aqueduct in Jamaica. He rode the winner in the American Derby. And then at the very height of his fame as a jockey, won... I, either. I think I can do better as a prize fighter. And so, Canada Lee next turns a prize fighter. And he did just as well as a prize fighter as he'd ever done as a jockey. For Canada Lee won fight after fight until finally he fought for the welterweight championship of the world. But the day after he fought for the welterweight championship of the world, Canada Lee went to a doctor's office. And there the doctor told him, I'm sorry, my boy, but you can never fight again. You are now blind in one eye. And there's nothing we can do for you. Matter of fact, you're lucky if we don't go blind to the other eye. And so, Canada Lee was all washed up, half blind. He wandered around thinking of the other days, his other days as a musician, as a jockey, as a fighter, and now, now he was through. He couldn't get a job. The depression was on. In desperation, he applied to the WPA for relief. Listen, Mr. Please, I got to have help. Will you put me on relief, please? They did put him on relief. And he stayed on relief until one day he got a job. He got a job as an actor. He was hired to play in a show called Native Son. And the day after he opened on Broadway, Brooks Atkinson in the New York Times said, Native Son is the great American drama of the season. Canada Lee in the leading role is superb. And Burns Mantle in the New York Daily News said, I give four stars to Canada Lee for the finest piece of acting. I have ever seen And Richard Watson, the New York Herald Tribune, said, Canada Lee, an unknown actor last night, became the greatest actor on the American stage. And that's the story. The story of Canada Lee, a concert violinist, a champion jockey, a champion prize fighter, and today one of America's greatest actors. And here he is in person, the fabulous Canada Lee. Thank you very much, Bill. You know, it was a thrill hearing my life dramatized. And if you were to ask me which I enjoyed doing most, being a concert violinist, a jockey, a prize fighter, or an actor, I don't know which I'd choose. And yet, I never would have been any of them if I hadn't been forced to leave school at a very early age to make my own way in the world. Lee. that's very often the case. Let me tell you the story of another boy who also had to leave school at an early age. This boy... Lived over a hundred years ago. He lived in Europe. He was a student in a technical school in Vienna. But this boy was more interested in athletics than he was in studies. One day, in playing around the schoolyard, this youngster came across a long pole. He found to his amazement that by throwing his body forward and upward while using that pole, he could vault over obstacles. The youngster said nothing to anyone. He didn't know that he had accidentally discovered a new sport. All he knew was that by using this lawn pole, he was slowly learning how to ball higher and higher. In secret, the boy practiced daily. That is, he practiced in secret until one day he was caught by the school headmaster. Immediately, the school headmaster told him, Young man, you are a disgrace to the school. But so? I have done nothing but learn to walk with the aid of a poor? I have discovered a wonderful new sport. Eh, you are a fool to believe that. Jumping over obstacles with this thing. Yeah, What ridiculous nonsense. Well, you may take your newly discovered sport to some other school. We have no use for it, nor for you. You are expelled. And so, that boy was kicked out of school. Kicked out of school because he was caught vaulting with a pole. But he wasn't discouraged. He firmly believed that someday, somehow, vaulting with a pole would be a universal sport. Well... Well, that boy never lived to see the sport he discovered vaulting with a pole become the universal sport of pole vaulting. No, nobody remembers him today as the inventor of that sport. Uh-uh. But everyone remembers him as the man who gave the world the immortal waltzes of old Vienna, the Vienna of yesteryear, the Vienna that can never, never be forgotten. For it was this boy who wrote the most beautiful and famous waltz that's ever been written, the never-to-be-forgotten beautiful blue Danube. For you see, this youngster was the immortal Johan Strauss. Oh. oh! Portrait of the Past. Rail 4. I'll be back with a word about next week's guest in a moment. First, here is Arthur Gary. They're going, going, and almost gone. I mean, that amazing 89-cent offer of Colgate Shave Cream and the Eversharp Schick Injector Razor. For the most perfect shaving team and biggest money saver you've ever seen, invest 89 cents tonight or tomorrow. Look at what you get. One, a genuine Eversharp Schick Injector Razor. The world's only razor with the automatic blade changer whose retail value alone is $1. Two, an injector with 10 super keen, super smooth Eversharp Schick blades that change automatically and have a retail value of 49 cents. Three, a large size tube of light, finer-textured Colgate shave cream. Either Colgate brushless or Colgate lather. This offer is good only while supplies last. It may never be repeated. So take advantage of this terrific money saver on Colgate shave cream and the ever-sharp razor with injector and ten blades. Only 89 cents. Now, at any shaving supplies counter. And now... Back to Bill Stern. That's the trio mark for tonight. Next Friday evening, we'll be back, same time, same stations, when we'll be broadcasting from Chicago. And when we're in Chicago, our guest will be the comedian, Slapsy Maxie Rosenblum. So be with us next week when we present as our guest the funny guy who is the light heavyweight champion of the world, Maxie Rosenblum. See you then. And until then, I'll be seeing you on the screen in the news of the day newsreel at your favorite Lowe's or Associated Theaters. Now, until next Friday night, this very same time, Bill Stern wishing you all a good, good night. Bill Stern, the Corky Command, is on his way. Bill Stern, the Corky Command, had lots to say. He told you to have a force, he the inside dope, real, he really knows. So listen in the Friday night,
1: people of
0: the Ladies and gentlemen, faith in God with freedom to choose that faith is one of the ideals on which America was built was founded. But today, within and outside our country, enemies of religion are constantly at work. This is National Sunday School Week. Please. Observe it by taking your children to Sunday school. Show the enemies of religion that American parents will never relinquish our faith in God and our right to believe as we please. Tonight, Lee, who appeared on our program tonight, may be seen in the Enterprise production, Body and Soul. This is NBC, the national broadcasting company. <laughs>